Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to High Vibe In It. Welcome all our super fans who are here every week with us. Welcome to anybody who is new. We are here to help you live your best life, um, embrace more flow, more ease, to utilize your um, imagination for positive creation, and to just live your best life in whatever meaning or definition that means to you. Um, today is going to be a different kind of episode because Lindsay's actually not joining me. This is your girl, Kelsey Aida, by the way. Um, Lindsay's not here because she is so busy doing hypnotherapy, which is awesome, and so busy working one-on-one with people that we were trying to find a date to record this episode, and it was like nearly impossible. <laughs> and by the time you listen to this, I will actually be in Mexico on the beach in Puerto Vallarta, taking my boyfriend there for his birthday. And we are going to stay at Casa Luna Azul, which is where we are having or where I'm hosting my radical self-love retreat in January, which there is still time to join. So if you want to spend six days with me in paradise, practicing radical self-love techniques, healing, doing yoga, having Reiki, eating amazing food, hanging out with girls on the beach, staying in this awesome Mexican castle, as I like to call it, um, then definitely, definitely consider joining. It is going to be like so awesome. The first one was amazing. And this one's going to be Radical Self Love 2.0, the retreat. So go to kelseyida.com slash retreat. I'll put the link in the description for you guys. Um, Yeah. So Lindsay's not here. It's kind of weird. I'm just looking at myself on a Zoom call to record this. <laughs> and I miss her. Lindsay, if you're listening to this, I miss you. And I'm happy that you are so busy doing good work that we couldn't even find time to make this call happen. But in her defense, I did lay it on her last minute that I was going on vacation to Mexico and I wasn't going to have good Wi-Fi. So I was like, we need to get an episode up so I can just schedule it to post on the right date. So here we are. And without further ado, um, to give you a brief little background on today's episode and topic-wise what I'm wanting to talk about, I thought it would be really beneficial and nice to just have a candid and open conversation about happiness because I think that it's safe to say anyone who's into personal development and healing work and um, manifestation and creation and all these juicy, wonderful things is looking to create more happiness in their life, right? Like raise your hand if you feel like you would enjoy being happier. I think anyone would. 
And so um, it's really timely because I just wrote my second book called Affirmations for Happiness. And it's a really gentle guidebook to kind of give you all these beneficial perspectives and thought patterns, aka affirmations or mantras, whatever you want to call them, to shift your perspective in order to open yourself up to more happiness. Because I feel like happiness is always available for us, but it's just a matter of if we are open to it or not. And when I say always available, I don't mean in every single moment. Like obviously when you're in the depths of grief, like I don't expect you to be able to access happiness or if you're super stressed, like you're probably not gonna get there either and that's okay. And actually part of what I'm gonna teach you today about cultivating more happiness is to stop judging yourself when you're not happy because that will actually lead to such a happier life. Because one of the things we do in the personal development self-empowerment community not on purpose but i think it just happens over time is that you create this pressure for yourself like i have to feel good all the time otherwise i'm not doing it right um happiness is the only emotion that i value and everything else is just stupid and lame and i hate it um and having this one-sided view of emotions ultimately causes more unhappiness in our lives because we're constantly judging ourselves if we're not happy which is crazy because the judgment over and over a practice of judgment is going to lead you to have like your most unhappy life (laughs) and releasing judgment is what leads to more happiness in the long term in a genuine cultivated authentic kind of way so basically today i'm going to give a bunch of tips or um, just like inviting in more happiness and joy and ease and flow in a really authentic and gentle way. Some will be inspired by the book, some go along with the book, um, just to kind of, you know, give you a little happiness tidbit of like, here's some new practices and perspectives that you can take on to feel better because I know that's why we're all here. And I don't know everything about life, obviously, nobody does. but What I do know for sure is that you did not come here to just be miserable and exist for however long of a period of time without experiencing happiness and joy and love and creation and fulfillment and all these juicy things that life has to offer. Like, yes, you came here to experience it all. So there's going to be moments of hardship, challenge, depression, anxiety, whatever. Everyone goes through their ups and downs, life has its seasons, like we're not expecting perfection here. But I can tell you for sure that as a part of the equation of your life, you came here to experience play, fun, happiness, joy. And I think in 2020, it's so easy to lose sight of that because things are so hard and so heavy and so uncertain that we're just almost like depriving ourselves of happiness and joy because we think we need to hunker down and get through it which can be true but it can also be true that you're still allowed to play you're still allowed to have fun you're still allowed to do whatever it is that lights you up just because things are hard and heavy doesn't mean you have to wait to be happy that kind of defeats the whole purpose because the only place where you truly have your power is now. 
So now is the moment to look towards the light. Now is the moment to let in more love. Now is the moment to invite more happiness into your body, into your mind, into your being like you never have before. So here's some of my tips. The first thing I want to get into is what is blocking us from experiencing more happiness naturally? Because when we have all of our needs met and we're not focusing negatively, like it's actually not that hard to be happy, to be satisfied, to feel content, to feel joyful. Um, those are all natural state of natural states of being. Like happiness should not be this foreign thing that we never get to experience. But I think this trap that we fall into, especially if you're American, because this is like what the society teaches you, but all people do this, is what I like to call the I'll be happy when trap. So you say, I'll be happy when I have that perfect soulmate relationship. I'll be happy when I graduate college. I'll be happy when my son finally calls me. I'll be happy when I lose 12 pounds. I'll be happy when I'm on vacation. I'll be happy when it's the weekend. And you place your happiness into the future. You cannot reach the future from the present. So you are putting your happiness in an unattainable basket. And it's not to say that having those things wouldn't probably encourage more happiness because I think there's truth to that. But you're making your happiness conditional when you say, I'll be happy when. That's basically just, I'll be happy when this condition is met. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, being a human, but we don't always have control over the circumstances of our life, right? The only thing we can control is how we are receiving it, the stories that we assign to these things, the meanings that we assign to these circumstances, and how we react and how we choose to delegate our free will and which way we want to go from there, right? Obviously, we're co-creators. Everyone on this show is a big fan of that belief, which is true, but you don't get to choose every moment of your life and every circumstance and every detail and be a control freak about it, which I don't think you would want to do anyway, because then there wouldn't be any surprises. There wouldn't be any room for the universe to deliver something bigger and better than what you can imagine. And that would just be way too much responsibility if you really think about it. So the first happiness trap is, I'll be happy when. So basically the antidote for this is practicing a new belief and a new habit of, you know, I'm not going to limit my happiness to just certain circumstances working out perfectly. Like I can choose to feel happier now. I can let more happiness in now. And my life doesn't have to be perfect in order for me to be happy, which I believe is actually one of the affirmations in my book, the new book, Affirmations for Happiness, is like, I don't have to have it all figured out. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm still allowed to give myself the gift of joy and happiness. Like there's no need to deprive yourself of these things. So 
once you become aware of the I'll be happy when trap, you just notice when you're doing that. And that is the antidote. Because once you become aware of that habit, and you're like, oh, I'm doing that thing again of putting my happiness in the future and saying, I'll be happy when, then you just bring compassion to the part of you that does that. Because the reason why we do that is it's a form of self-motivating. So the part of you that says, I'll be happy when, is depriving you of happiness and basically making happiness like a carrot on a stick so that you'll keep going towards what you want, right? Which kind of makes sense. So I can see why this part of us would do this, but it's detrimental from another perspective because then we're never allowing ourselves to be happy in the now which is the only place where you can actually access happiness. So keep that in mind and notice, just start to notice, not judge. We're not going to make it wrong. It's not bad if you do this, but it is helpful if you notice when you're doing it and then you stop doing it (laughs) because when you notice, that's when you can access the choice point, right? This portion of the show is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something that is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp can help. BetterHelp assesses your needs to match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. So basically, this is your online gateway to receive therapy in the comfort of your own home online in a safe, secure portal. You can um, text back and forth or um, I know I used to video chat with mine or just talk on the phone um, through BetterHelp with your therapist. So there's lots of different ways to communicate and they have this service available for clients worldwide. So no matter where you are, you can use BetterHelp. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and they make it easy to do that and also they make it easy to change counselors if it's not a great fit you can keep changing around until you find someone who is perfect for you so Lindsay, tell the people where they can go get their discount for better help we have a great discount for you if you guys want to go to betterhelp.com v-i-b-i-n you get 10 percent off your first month once again that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com v-i-b-i-n to get 10 percent off your first month betterhelp.com slash vibin. Go get your discount. (laughs) The other thing that really lends to an unhappy life, something that blocks us from experiencing more happiness is when you judge yourself if you're feeling anything other than happiness. So what I mean is you're sad Obviously, when you're sad, you don't want to be sad. You want to be happy. So you're like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. This is terrible. I'm supposed to feel good all the time. I don't want to be in this emotional state. And like, it's okay to not prefer certain emotions. But when we label them as good and bad, we just create unnecessary suffering for ourselves. If you're sad and you have this other narrative of, It's okay for me to be sad sometimes. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with me. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with my life. It doesn't mean I'm not going to feel better in an hour. Then that has a totally different vibration and a totally different energy around it where you're living in a space 
of non-resistance and non-judgment. And that ultimately is what really can help to create a super happy life. Because it's like, no matter what emotional state you're in, you'll feel good about it and you'll feel okay about it because you know how to validate how you feel. You know how to hold space for yourself. And you know that ultimately just because your feelings go up and down doesn't mean your life is bad. Doesn't mean you're not living a happy existence. Um, what makes it unhappy is all the self-judgment and inflicting unnecessary suffering on ourselves and kicking ourselves when we're down. But it's interesting because when when you can hold space for any and all emotional states that you're going through, you will naturally process them pretty quickly because you'll be in a state of non-resistance and you'll just keep coming back to your natural state of joy, which is why it's so, 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 so important in order to live your happiest, most joyful life to not resist the emotions that don't look like happiness and joy. Plus, those emotions, the quote-unquote negative emotions, the quote-unquote contrast of our lives, is what gives context for emotions like happiness, elation, joy. Like, if you didn't know what it felt like to be unhappy, then when you were happy, it wouldn't be anything special. It wouldn't feel better. Like you have to have both to compare them to each other and to have that context and that contrast. So what I'm saying is every emotion has its value, has its medicine, has its lessons to teach us. And when we can recognize that in the moment, we will suffer so much less, feel so much more thankful and return to our natural state of joy and homeostasis much more easily over and over again because ultimately happiness is a practice and a choice so those are my two happiness traps that i hope you don't fall into which is making your happiness so conditional that it's like never attainable and then you're subconsciously depriving yourself of it all the time or judging yourself when you feel things that are quote unquote, not happiness. So any other emotion on the spectrum, because as we've established, judging is not that helpful. <laughs> the other thing I want to say about happiness that I think people are coming into more awareness about now is that it's like not always equal parts, but you have to have two parts to the recipe to create a really happy life and a really healthy like emotional state of well-being and that is healing work so aka shadow work and positive focus aka positive thinking so you cannot really live your most authentically happy vibrant and genuine life without having both because processing the hard stuff and the heavy stuff and noticing your habits that are holding you back or depriving you of happiness or just digging into the psyche to find out what you don't know that you don't know is a healing journey that's going to keep bringing you back to more relief and more homeostasis and hence more happiness. 
And then from that more neutral space, that's when you can go into your gratitude journal. That's when you can turn to your affirmations. That's when you can practice your positive thinking. Because we also know that on the flip side, too much quote unquote positive thinking can become toxic because you're expecting yourself to be able to think positive all the time, which is impossible. And you're expecting yourself to just be like this positivity robot, <laughs> which I don't think is like attainable or healthy. And that's when you start to bulldoze how you really feel if you don't feel happy, right? So you're like, oh, I have to be happy. I have to be positive. But you don't genuinely feel that. And so you're just creating discord on the inside. So in my practice of coaching people one-on-one and in my personal life of being someone who went from super clinically depressed for three years to one of the most happiest and fulfilled people that I know, like this journey requires the shadow and the light, the dark and the light. You cannot just be in one space all the time and expect that to fix your life. Like this is a holistic experience where when you really embrace the entire journey, it's so much easier to be happy and to feel happier more of the time. And we're not even saying here that you have to feel happy all the time. That's a silly goal because it's impossible and you're a human, (laughs) but it is nice to work towards embracing happiness more often you know because at the end of the day it's like i have however many moments here on earth like time wise how many of them do i want to be stuck in this emotional state and how many of them would i rather just be in this more enjoyable emotional state because once you get past the labels and the judging and the right and the wrong it just becomes about like Where do I prefer to spend more time? How do I want to feel more often? And that's when you can get really conscious and really intentional about feeling better, being happier, um, and ultimately creating more joy in your life so you can enjoy the ride more. Like, we don't get to be here that long. (laughs) So it's nice when you have these tools to help you to really extract the juice out of life and feel good about it and have fun in the process. What else do I want to say to you guys about happiness here? Let me think for a moment. So a while ago in the notes on my phone, which is like where all the golden nuggets are, (laughs) like every time I go to write a book or a podcast idea or a blog post, it gets in the notes first. Um, I kind of created like this outline of what I think are some pieces to create a happier life. And it's kind of like a step-by-step process. So I'm going to share it with you guys because I think it'll be really beneficial for the topic that we are talking about today. And the first step to inviting in more happiness and creating more joy in your life is to actually define it. So what does happiness look like to you? What does it mean to live a happy life? What does it mean to be a happy person? And looking at those definitions of success and happiness and seeing if they feel expansive or contractive. If they feel expansive, great. That's probably a genuine desire for you. Go in that direction. If they feel contractive when you look at them and they feel like pressure, 
um, then that's not the direction to go in. That would just be an invitation to look at them and question them and see if there's a way to tweak them so they do feel better and more expansive and more authentic. So step one is defining because happiness looks different to everybody. Like happiness to my dad is just sitting on a lake and fishing. Happiness to me is just like snuggling with my boyfriend. Happiness to anyone could be anything, you know, and we all have different unique things that make us so happy that we need to make more time for. Um, so defining happiness in the small terms, like on a daily basis and also on a broader sense, that's the best way you can have clarity around it to actually pursue more of it. So defining is number one. The second step to creating more happiness is choosing it, like actively saying, I'm choosing to feel happier and to do what it takes to genuinely cultivate more happiness and to feel better and to support my happiness and support my well-being and to start prioritizing it like on your calendar how much time do you actually have for fun right how much time do you have on your calendar for play how much time do you have on your calendar for exercising how often are you sleeping good <laughs> Like there's universal things that help to support our happiness as human beings that work for everyone, like diet, exercise, sunlight, sleep, water. We all know those things. We don't need a whole nother podcast episode about that. But there are those things that are specific to you. And it's like, are you making time for that? Is your calendar a reflection of your values? And if you don't know what your values are, I suggest contemplating it and maybe even going online to find a list of values, printing it out, circling the ones that really resonate with you, and then structure your life according to that, because that's what's going to give you the most fulfillment and happiness is living in alignment with what you actually value and putting your time where your mouth is, like putting your money where your mouth is and making sure that your days are a direct reflection of your true values. If you are someone who is on the self-love journey and you want to feel more empowered, to feel more confident, to feel more kind to yourself, to integrate the parts of you that you've disowned or pushed away or deemed, bad, quote unquote. Um, I'm hosting a radical self-love retreat coming up in Mexico on the beach, Puerto Vallarta is where we're going, um, 2021. And I am enrolling women right now. The women who are already signed up are fabulous and amazing. This is going to be a life-changing retreat for whoever comes. And I can already tell that there's definitely going to be a big aspect of connection and soul tribe that's created. So if you're wanting to connect with like-minded people in paradise, learn how to up level in the self-love arena and you want to have six days of fun in mexico with me doing some healing work doing some energy work doing some yoga playing in the ocean parasailing um riding atvs through the mountains laying out by the pool tarot card readings like all of it then check it out at kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat and i hope to see you there so step one was defining Step two is choosing it and prioritizing it. 
And then step three is the practice. So the practice being doing your healing work, the practice being releasing judgment every day, the practice being doing more things that make you happy, the practice, right? So this is where my book, Affirmations for Happiness, can come in as a small tool for you to add to your spiritual tool belt for practicing more happiness and rewriting the neural pathways in your brain. Because the more that you practice a certain thought pattern or belief, and Lindsay can tell you this when we get back on together because she's the subconscious mind lady, the hypnosis lady, um, the more you practice it, it's like a river that's getting ingrained in your mind, right? So the rivers in your mind, are they helping you or are they hurting you? And if so, you can rewrite the story and you can change those neural pathways with enough practice and dedication and discipline um, because the brain is very, what's the word, neuroplasticity. It's very changeable. Um, so that's something we can use in our favor. So defining, choosing, prioritizing, practicing on a daily basis. And then, like I said before, releasing judgment of yourself, of your life. I think judging our life is one of the most detrimental things to being happy because we're saying these circumstances are wrong. This isn't good enough. It's not supposed to be this way. But what if it was supposed to be that way? And what if you were exactly where you needed to be? And what if you are headed to exactly where you want to go? And what if things are always working out for you? If that's what you believe, you're going to be a way happier person <laughs> than someone who's always fighting what is. So what we want to do as the last step is practice. I guess this can go under the category of practicing. Practice releasing judgment and replacing it with compassion or understanding or both. So what this looks like in a radical self-love context, let's say you notice yourself being negative. Instead of judging yourself for being negative because your goal is to be a happier person and to feel better, you can notice the part of you that's being negative and get to understand, well, why am I having this negative thought? Oh, I'm just having this pessimistic thought because the last time I wanted that thing, it didn't work out. So really this part of me that's being negative is just trying to protect me from feeling bad. So really it's not trying to ruin my life. It's trying to save me from what it thinks is potential danger, right? So I can at least acknowledge that this part of me has good intentions and give compassion and understanding because I understand what it's like to want to protect someone from feeling bad, you know? So relating to these different parts of ourselves and replacing judgment with compassion and understanding, which is a huge practice that we'll be doing at the Radical Self-Love Retreat because this is like a huge game changer. Like I can go over it in two minutes on a podcast, but it's going to be way more effective for you to like actually learn it and practice it and do journal exercises around it and be in one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, practicing it because it's a practice like anything else. So to sum up my little, what's the word? Bullet points for creating more happiness. The theory around it is to define it, what does happiness look like to you? 
to choose it consciously, make it your intention to live a happier life, to feel better more often, um, prioritizing it. So living your life in according to your values, making your calendar a happy place with happy things on it, <laughs> and then practicing things that make you more happy, practicing thought patterns, practicing new ways of being, new habits that are supportive to your happiness and well-being, and then replacing judgment with understanding and compassion. These are some of the key, key, key components that I've come to adopt in my happiness practice, and they're really working well for me, and they're really working well for my clients too especially the releasing judgment part because a lot of people come to me and when they're working with me they're seeing a therapist like a traditional therapist but I'm like I don't want to say life coach because I don't really like tell you what to do with your life but there's like no really better word for it so people usually work with a therapist and then they work with me side by side congruently and my complimentary service is to help them release judgment of themselves um, no matter what they're going through so someone might be having anxiety or depression or whatever and I'm the person who just makes it okay that you feel like that like it's understandable why you would feel like that um it's normal that you feel like that there's nothing wrong with you you're not broken and just having that validation and love and support can lessen the resistance to those feelings so they can come up to be processed and held in a really safe and loving way and then from there you feel so much better and you have so much relief and you can actually move towards more happiness because we're not saying that happiness is the end all be all goal of life or that you should feel happy all the time, but we all want more of it, you know? So that was the purpose for today's whole episode. And before we go, I want to give you guys a few tidbits from the book so you can kind of get a little taste for the medicine that it has to offer and experience its magic because it has 200 affirmations for cultivating more joy and happiness. And some are more positive, some are more neutral. I didn't want to make it one of those super uppity books where it's like not realistic and it has dumb affirmations like, I feel great all the time and my life is perfect and everything's wonderful because those are just not helpful. So what I've created are really powerful, but genuine and authentic affirmations to help encourage you towards more joy and happiness. So let me see if I can scroll through the book here and get you some good ones that I like. I'll read some of my favorite ones. Ooh, here we go. This is a good one. I choose to stop playing life on hard mode. There is no need to make things harder than they need to be. Life is meant to be fun, enjoyable, and sometimes challenging like a good game. It might be hard at times, but ultimately I'll have had a good time participating. So most of the affirmations in this book are channeled. So I like to think that they come directly from source, God, the universe, and um, they just flow through me. So it's really cool when I write these books because I'm experiencing the medicine as it's coming through. So like for me to write, I choose to stop playing life on hard mode is like, <sighs> like what a sigh of relief if you didn't have to do it the hard way all the time. Like, why are we making this uphill battle? And then most of the affirmations in the book 
have about a paragraph that are written in the first person to help you really to elaborate on the affirmation and let it sink in as your new reality. So what I was trying to get across with this one is that like, yeah, life might be challenging, but there's no need to add necessary su unnecessary suffering or hardship. Like, let's let this be as easy as it can possibly be because this is going to lead to more joy. This one's cute. I like this one. It says, oh, I love how I use the word cute too. Lindsay always uses the word cute. I feel like when Lindsay says the word cute, it's like, a word of the highest regard for her. So Lindsay, this one's for you because it's cute and you're gonna like it. And it says, my happiest days are yet to come. So this affirmation is really just a beacon of light and hope. And honestly, like you can't know if this is true or not, but if you think it is, it's going to be. <laughs> like there is a very, very, very good possibility that you are moving in an upward direction and your happiest days, you haven't even experienced them yet. So I think taking on this perspective feels really hopeful and really light and really exciting to be like, ooh, what's in my future? It's gonna surprise me. <sighs> Let's see, what else do we like here? Ooh, this is a powerful one. It says, I craft my stories wisely and with intention. As I become witness to my inner world, I choose only to create stories, aka meanings I assign to the events in my life that feel good to me. I know which stories help me experience ease and happiness and which stories hurt me by how they make me feel. Self-empowerment starts in my mind and with the meanings I assign to things. So I think I was saying this at some point earlier in the podcast, but haven't you noticed that life, your reality is really what you're experiencing on the inside? It has a little bit to do with your circumstances, but two people could have the same exact circumstances and feel completely different about it based on the meaning that they're assigning, the story that they're creating about said circumstances and about their life. So choosing to intentionally craft your stories with wisdom and with like an optimistic perspective is going to help you to bring more inner peace and make more sense of your life and to just feel better. So that's why that one came through. Let's see what else we got here. I'll read you guys just a couple more. Ooh, this is a good one. It doesn't have a big explanation because some of them are just on cute little pages where it's like a standalone affirmation but this one says it is safe to have it all it is safe to have it all it is safe to have it all i want you to repeat it is safe to have it all this is a really healing affirmation and if you see this affirmation and it does not feel like it can be true for you like it's not safe to have it all every part of my being is like no this is not true then that's an invitation for you to get to know yourself better and be like, well, why don't I feel like it's safe to have it all? You know, what happened to me that made it unsafe to have it all? Because just because you feel like it's not safe to have it all, that doesn't mean that it's actually not safe to have it all. Here we go. This is a good one. 
I can expect miracles when I embrace my highest joy. When I am joyful, I am able to attract miracles into my life. I am choosing to spend more time in this open and radiant state for the benefit of myself and everyone around me. So here's the thing, and it's a theme that you'll notice in the book a lot, which is your happiness and you following your highest excitement and your highest joy is not only healing and beneficial for you, but you are going to touch the lives of everyone around you and shift the vibration of the planet and help others too. Like your happiness is a gift to yourself and others. So a lot of the affirmations remind you that like, it's not selfish to feel good. If anything, you're doing the world a favor by feeling better. So you can also lift other people up. Okay, I'm going to find one more. And this will be the grand finale. And if you want to know the other ones, then you'll just have to buy the book. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, okay, here we go. This is a good one. Life is really beautiful when I notice everything that's going right. How many times do we, especially if we're people who are like addicted to improvement, and this is not just self-improvement, just improvement in general. How many times do we constantly look for the area of improvement, aka what could be better or what is like just not right or what is wrong? Like always noticing what is wrong with ourselves, always noticing what is wrong with the world, always noticing what is wrong with anything, our partner, our marriage, our house, our car, our life, our job our boss, but life really gets fun and it's really easy to be appreciative and feel like things are way better than when you do that opposite habit. When you notice everything that's going right, like just today, how many of you woke up? Are your eyelashes still growing themselves? Can you blink? Is your heart beating? Do you have people in your life who love you? Are there things on this earth that bring you joy? Like when you really deliberately take time to notice everything that's going right, like all the car accidents you don't get into every single day and all the mail that makes it to your house on time and just the way that the world orchestrates and runs itself, like you would think that a lot more would be going wrong. And from one perspective, you can say everything's bad and falling apart. But from another, like, look at everything that's going right. Like, people are waking up. Like, you're healing. You're on a journey to be better and feel better. And things are coming together and things are falling down only to be rebuilt better. And so when you can take on this perspective of I'm consciously choosing to notice everything that's going right, that will make you feel so much better <laughs> about the world, about your life. And that goes back to like, your reality is how you're perceiving your life. It's not actually about your life. Someone who is, has the attitude of, I notice everything that's going right, is going to feel very different than the person that constantly is noticing everything that's going wrong. So I want to leave you guys with that. I want to invite you all to pre-order your copy of the book. 
The book is going to be available, I believe, November 24th, but you can pre-order it now. Um, I am intending to create some sort of bonus, whether it's a course or an email series or some journal prompts for anyone who does pre-order the book. I haven't decided what it's going to be or when it will happen, but if you're on my email list, you'll get an email about it. Um, and if you're like, I'm not on the email list, but I want to be on it, then just go to kelseyaida.com, scroll to the bottom, and you can subscribe to the blog. Um, but yeah, once that bonus is available, anyone who's already pre-ordered the book, you can just go back to that page and still get the bonus. So whenever you order the book, the bonus will be available. I haven't had time to do it yet. And currently, I'm speaking for my future self, I'll be in Mexico on vacation, so I won't be doing it then. But when I get back, that's when I plan on doing something fun for you guys as a little bonus. But yeah, check out the book. It's available everywhere online. It'll be in bookstores November 24th. Um, and it's just a little cute spiritual tool to add to the toolkit. And obviously, it's not going to fix your whole life and like change everything because no book can. But it's just one more tool to add to the toolkit to help you take on really, really, really beneficial and powerful perspectives. And the way that I like to use the book is just like in the morning, wake up with an intention, flip to any page randomly, and the universe will give you the medicine that you need. It's really fun to just flip to any page and be like, whoa, this is totally is relating to what I'm going through, or this is exactly what I needed, or this is perfect for today. Like it's always perfect. It's always perfect. So check out the book. It's called Affirmations for Happiness. It makes a great, great, great holiday gift. So if you want some cute stocking stuffers, um, some books for the kids in your class, your girlfriends, whoever, um, it's PG. There are no cuss words in the book because my publisher would not let me. <laughs> but everyone who listens to the show knows that I do get passionate. If you're looking for a book with cuss words, then get my first book, hashtag actually I can, because that's the book where we get down with the passion. But this book is a little bit lighter, um, a little more PG. It's more universal. So go check it out. Thank you to everyone who has already pre-ordered, who's going to pre-order. Obviously, the more copies you pre-order, the better as far as becoming a best-selling author, which has always been a dream of mine and something that I am manifesting. And if it's not this book, it's going to be the next one. So I'm not even worried about it. But if you guys love the show and you want to support me and Lindsay, um, you can also go to our Patreon where I think I'll actually pick a card for you guys today since Lindsay's not here. But I'll pick an Oracle card if you're already on the Patreon or headed over there. And if you guys want to work with Lindsay, make sure to go to her link. I'll link to that in the description. And if you're like, Kelsey, I want to hang out with you in Mexico in January, then come to the retreat. There are still a couple spots left. Um, invite a girlfriend. Come together. You'll both save money. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, that's basically it for today. I'm surprised I was able to talk this long by myself. That was an experience for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that these perspectives were beneficial and healing for you. And I hope that you get the relief and the joy and the happiness that you need and you deserve. And I just want everyone to feel good and live their best life. So go check out the book, order as many copies as you can. 
Um, check out the retreat, work with Lindsay. We love you guys. We're so thankful that you always listen to the show. Please share it with anyone who you think it will benefit or help and have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash highvibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.